Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Happy Saturday morning. Happy Easter weekend. Happy Masters weekend. Got to admit, here to start the show, might be somewhat distracted today. Joel Nelson, we got the Masters on here in studio. And uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm a golf nut, uh, which was as good as at golf as I am. Uh, as much as I love golf, I'm not as good as I want to be. So watching these pros play the Masters. Looks a little chilly out there, Sandy Lyle. Wrapping up his final Masters, but we're not here to talk golf. Kale Berger just did that for an hour. We're here to talk pit. Panthers Insider brought to you by PGT Trucking, driven by Beaver County Automotive. We're here every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on the flagship for your pit Panthers, 93.7 The Fan. And we're a week out from the Blue Gold Spring Game for pit football. Kicking things off next Saturday, Acrisure Stadium. We'll take a look into the weather forecast, see what looks good. Right now, I don't want to jinx it, but it looks good. I've heard a lot of interest from folks going to the game. I want to hear from you. You heading down to Acrisure Stadium next Saturday? If so, where are you tailgating? Maybe I'll try to visit uh, either before or after. Give me a call, 412-928-9370. Going to kick things off today talking about storylines, things to watch for spring games. You know, obviously spring games are, you know, they're the first and foremost, it's about getting guys reps in the stadium. You know, secondly, I feel like spring games are about not getting anyone hurt. It's about being efficient. You know, certain guys aren't going to play as much in that particular game. Not sure, you know, how many snaps you know, you'll see from Phil Dracovic or Rodney Hammond or some of the household names. We'll see. You know, obviously it depends mostly on, you know, what kind of spring they're ha- having and what kind of reps, you know, their individual coaches and Coach Pat Narduzzi want to see from them. But, you know, there's some guys that are – in the depth chart, maybe have been buried in years past that have had opportunities this spring to show out and show up. And I'm looking forward to watching those guys play and looking forward to, to fans getting a chance to get down to Acrisure and kind of preview this 2023 team. Regardless of how they split it up, you know, and do the blue gold, you're looking at individuals. The final score really doesn't matter. You're looking at individuals and units and, and position groups and seeing who's emerged. So we'll talk about that. Get your thoughts. You know, what are you looking forward to seeing? What questions, you know, what 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 questions do you have? Who are guys that, that you want to hear or see step up? I've been at a lot of practices. You know, I'm anxious for the guys that have that have played well in practice to, to show you all what they've done in practice on the on that game field next Saturday at one o'clock. Again at Acrisure Stadium. A lot of things planned for, for Pitt Athletics on Art Rooney Avenue. I'm trying to mix things up a little bit, make a spring game family-friendly, um, enjoyable for everybody, and hopefully the weather indeed cooperates so everyone can have a great day. They're also going to talk to new head women's basketball coach at the University of Pittsburgh, Tori Verdi, at around 8.30. His last couple of days have been fast and furious on the road, took over the pit position after a really successful tenure at UMass. He's He's back in Massachusetts, but will join us on the phone line and I'm sure he's uh, packing things up and getting ready to get here to Pittsburgh and and hit the ground running. You know, he had some bold, confident remarks yesterday at the Peterson Event Center, his introductory press conference, and as he sat next to Heather Lake and, and kind of proclaimed and talked about what the future of Pitt women's basketball will be. It's a, certainly a lift, an uphill battle, whatever you want to call it, but this seems like a guy that wanted the job and is ready for the job and is worked working and rolling up his sleeves with the mentality that this is a place that can be successful and that he would say can win and win big. So we'll talk to Tori Verdi 
at 8.30. But we're going to jump into football talk now. You know, starting on the offensive side of the ball, and, and we have to start off you know, with the quarterback position. And again, want to hear from you, 412-928-9370. You know, Phil Jerkovic, Pat Narduzzi didn't say so much in his comments earlier this week, but Phil Jerkovic has, has come in and done exactly what you'd expect him to do. Familiarity with Frank Signetti's offense. Obviously a, a veteran player that's that's been through the highs and lows. You know, you don't see as much from Phil in practice as – you will from from him in a game in terms of his he's a gamer you know he's a guy that breaks tackles can run can move the chains with his feet extend plays I think what's been most impressive about Phil and camp and you've heard this from Pat Narduzzi you heard it from Frank Signetti you've heard it from receivers that have worked with him is he's completed the ball at a very high clip he's been efficient he's been smart he's done all the little things well that will if he does those well He's going to make those five, six, seven plays a game that that win you games that not, not a lot of guys can make, and that's been most impressive from him. You know, behind him, and this is what you'll be seeing a lot of in the spring game. You know, it's really become a battle between Christian Veyer and and Nate Yarnell. And I tell you what, you know, Nate's a guy that you know with with the transfer portal and all the attention these guys get when they when they transfer in. Um, you tend to forget guys that have that have kind of borne up in the system, right? It's like free agency in baseball, guys that have been in the farm league. And Nate's a guy that he's won he's won this program football games. He has come in in key situations, the Sun Bowl being most notable, and made big plays. You know, huge deep out route to Jared Wayne to, to move the sticks in, in two plays of, of duty against the UCLA Bruins. And obviously the Western Michigan game came in and led. So don't count Nate Yarnell out. He could play a big factor for this 2023 team. And there's no doubt that Christian Veyer has a lot of upside. And he's got three years to go, as does Nate. So really good situation for this pit, pit offense at the quarterback position. You got running back. You know, a focal point of this offense replacing Israel Abanacanda, who pretty much lit the world on fire at his pro day. Anxious to see from Sebo Flemister, from Derek Davis, the transfer from LSU, Gateway product. See what they have to, to complement Rodney Hammond, Jr. And, and obviously Daniel Carter being back. I don't want to understate that. Daniel Carter has been a Swiss Army knife for this offense and seen him play a more increasing role. Jake Renda at the tight end position. You know, Jake Renda, Carter Johnson, obviously Gavin Bartholomew is you know, more, a more known commodity. But we'll see those guys get great action in the spring game. And then at the receiver position, Bob Beans has had a great spring. Gennate Mumfield has been solid. He'll take a step. Certainly Dejon Reynolds a transfer. But Israel Polk, Lamar Seymour, true freshman, enrolled early. Big opportunity for them at the spring game. Big opportunity for them. You know, receivers a position that obviously losing Jared Wayne you know, it's been talked about a lot. Do, do the Panthers need to grab another one? But who are some of the younger players that have had good enough springs to make you feel more secure about that top six? And that top six is so important as you roll guys in and out, a lot of 11 personnel, which is three wide receivers. You know, when you're not a, a fullback offense, a fullback-based offense, which the Panthers can be, So I'm anxious for Panther fans to get a chance to see this offense. I think it'll look a little bit different than it's looked in the past. The foundational principles will be the same. 
But with, with quarterbacks that are mobile, namely Phil Dracovic, Christian Vayer, I think it brings another element to this offense that and not only the quarterback run and, and zone read and, and read game, but RPO and, and run action, play action as well. The defense has had a great spring. A great spring. There are certainly questions that that, that group, when you, anytime you lose established veteran players, starting with Cervasier Dennis, but Deslin Alexander, Habakkuk Baldonado, you know, a first-round draft pick in all likelihood, Kalijah Kansi, Brandon Hill, Eric Hallett. I mean, the, the, the cylinder of that defense, the core of this defense is being, is being rebuilt. But, but again, time and again, you're asked, we ask, who, who the next crop is going to be? Who's going to come in and take over for, for the departed great players that this pit defense has produced under Pat Narduzzi? And I think there's absolutely no question that guys have stepped up this spring. We've heard the names. Nakai Johnson at defensive end, certainly. Um, Shane Simon in the middle of the defense. Bengali Kamara has been all over the place this spring. All over the place making plays. All over the place. Dayon Hayes, I, I, again, I'm bullish on Dayon. Absolutely bullish on him. I think he's poised for a great year. You know, on the back end, Javante, Javon McIntyre, P.J. O'Brien, Donovan McMillan, transfer from Florida. I think if there's one position on this defense that you feel really good about, it's at corner. It's at corner. I mean... Here's a guy in MJ Devonshire that just burst on the scene last year with pick sixes galore and obviously the West Virginia play. Marquez Williams has been here for seemingly a decade and is is a very good player. I mean, teams do not throw it at Marquez. He's he's a certainly a, you may try to target him in the fade game, but his instincts. He's played a lot of football. He's battle tested. And so, you know, behind them, AJ Woods, Rashad Battle. No Bigelow, you know, some of the younger players that Ryland Gandy that are in this program that have learned and watched and had their opportunity this spring just to step up and, and do a little bit of play in the, on their own. You know, last of the special teams phase, which we'll get a chance to see as well. Ben Sauls has been remarkable in spring ball. I mean, we've heard Pat Narduzzi share the remarks. I'm not breaking any news here, but so consistent, you know, like 90% makes or something like that. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Drilling kicks from 60. I mean, consistently. He's been terrific. The punt game is one that really you know let the Panthers down time and again a year ago. We'll see if Caleb Junko is is indeed the answer. I, I would imagine there's that's going to be an ongoing daily audition for that position. As that, that phase needs to be better, it was poor in terms of not only punting the football, but obviously turning the ball over with drop snaps. That, that was a highly penalized unit. Those are the, you talk about hidden yardage in games. Uh, that, is a, that is a unit that, that needs to get better. We likely won't see kicks returned in the spring game. But the operation, these are the things the coaches are looking for. You know, when the coaches are on the sideline in the press box, how's the operation? How's the... How efficient are things? You know, snap, 
hold, kick, those types of things. So I'm excited for this spring game. We'll have coverage for you right here on 93.7 The Fan. I'll be in the booth covering things from wall to wall. We'll be talking about these types of topics, right? We'll be talking about guys making plays. We'll be having guests come on, trying to to give the fans insight into what this 2023 season looks like because we're, we're less than 150 days away from kickoff. 150 days away from kickoff. It's coming fast. Wofford will be here. The Terriers will be in Pittsburgh. Take a quick break here. We'll come back, take your calls. Tori Verdi will be on the line at 830, and we'll keep things rolling on Panthers Insider. You're listening to 93.7 The Fan. Welcome back, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Taking your calls this morning, talking pit football. Spring game, blue gold spring game this Saturday. Going to talk to Tori Verdi, new pit women's basketball head coach here momentarily. Get Coach Verdi on the line. Open things up with his introductory press conference yesterday. But before that, we're going to go out to Jim on the hotline. Jim, how are you? Good, Pat. How are you? I'm doing outstanding. Good morning. Yeah, Pat, I, uh, you do a great job in all your roles at Pitt. And I have uh, two quick questions because I know you have the coach coming out. I'll hang up and, and when you answer them. Uh, one, Pat, I know Pitt has about two or three scholarship openings. Do you think they'll go after anybody in the portal after spring ball? And if so, what positions? And the second question is, as far as out-of-conference scheduling goes, the second half of the decade, uh, other than uh, Wisconsin and West Virginia, I know Pitt has a few openings. Could you shed some light on that? Thank you very much. Good questions. Appreciate the call. Have a great Easter weekend, Jim. Um, I do think, you know, you're going to be active in the portal. I, I obviously, you know, the, there's kind of two phases to the portal being open. You know, the first phase is you get a lot of – you guys that are potentially looking for a, a new home to transfer up, uh, that may still happen after after spring ball, uh, but it tends to happen more so after a guy has a successful season, perhaps at a program either he isn't happy at or at a program that, that may be you know, a group of five. You see a lot of those guys transfer up. Obviously, uh, that will continue to happen, but, but a lot of that settles itself out in the months of December and January into, into early February with signing day. In the second phase, you tend to get, I don't want to say more developmental players because it's not always the case, but you, you tend to get players in the portal that, you know, perhaps aren't getting the playing time they wanted, maybe, you know, get, get beat out on the depth chart. Um, you know, and again, I am, I am somewhat, somewhat painting with a broad brush here because there certainly will be very capable and helpful players in the portal, but you can see the differences, right? You go through 15 spring practices at a program. And perhaps you don't get to that second or first spot on the depth chart and you, and you don't feel like you fit in. Maybe you hit the portal at, at your given institution, at your given school. So at positions of need, you know, honestly, I, I think the Panthers could stand to, to add another receiver. Um, just, just looking at there's some proven commodities at the top of the depth chart. There's some young players coming in that, you know, are, are you know, maybe capable of helping immediately, but aren't, you don't depend on freshmen too often. Um, unless their name is Jordan Addison or Tyler Boyd, which th those guys are outliers. So a veteran receiver, uh, perhaps another tight end um, to, you know, to, to, to complement Gavin and, and Carter Johnson and Jake Renda. And then, you know, defensively, God, I, I've been impressed with the Panthers and the depth they have. Be hard-pressed to, to, to identify a position on that defense where there isn't capable talent. Um, but we'll see. 
you know, we'll see. The other the other end it cuts both ways. You'll know, we'll see who who leaves the Panthers program. That don't 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 count on that. Don't expect that. I feel like the culture is really good. And I feel like guys are engaged, but but certainly we've seen that happen before following spring practice and um it, it is certainly a new world out there. In terms of scheduling, man, you know, Heather like Crystal Salad, football, you know, Coach Narduzzi working hard on on scheduling. You know, I think there are some some nice surprises in store, uh, you know, for the Panthers moving forward. Certainly Wisconsin, Cincinnati are great series. The West Virginia series should be here to stay. Um, in my opinion, we'll see how long that gets extended ultimately. Um, but right now you're, you're kind of scheduling – you're scheduling games for freshmen in high school, eighth graders, seventh graders. So, um, you know, I do think, you know, playing Power 5 games, you know, I'm, I'm of the belief that you, you challenge yourself and that you have a balance, competitive balance in your offseason – in your non-conference scheduling, um, certainly you want to get wins, but but playing you know power five opponents and bolstering your playoff status, getting ranked early is important. So I'd love to see the Panthers continue to challenge themselves in the non-conference schedule. Uh, you know, bring games to Pittsburgh that fans want to go to. Um, you know, bring opposition to Pittsburgh where their fans travel. I think the Tennessee series was a huge success. Uh, I'd like to see more of the same. Uh, you know, moving forward with some of those regional, those regional group of five. Um, you know, tie-ins that make sense, you know, certainly financially both ways. That's where I'm at on that. Football's got great questions, hard-hitting questions from Jim. But I'm excited about this Panther team. I think they'll sneak up on some people, and you'll get a chance to see them next Saturday at Acrisure Stadium. At Acrisure Stadium for the Blue Gold Spring Game, which kicks off again at 1 p.m. on the North Shore. We'll take more of your calls, 412-928-9370. But we're going to get going here and talk to Coach Tori Verdi, new head women's basketball coach at the University of Pittsburgh. And I was at the press conference yesterday, and one word comes to mind with Coach Verdi. It's, it's confidence and proven track record. And he's a coach that has done it at every level. He was a coach at Eastern Michigan, knows Heather like. Huge success at UMass, 20-plus win seasons each of the last two years, player of the year, really, really good coach, and a, and a guy that believes that he can get it done here. And we'll talk to him right now. Coach Verdi, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. I know this has been a fast and furious 48 hours for you, uh, but first of all, congratulations. How excited are you uh, to be the next head women's basketball coach at Pitt? I'm super excited, and you're absolutely right. It's been a whirlwind, um, but uh, I embrace that, and uh, I'm just so fortunate, and I'm super excited to be working, you know, for Heather Like and uh, the Pitt Athletic Department, and um, I know that we're going we're going to do some special things there, no question. You said it yesterday, Coach. You said we're going to win, we're going to win big, and we're not going to wait. What what gives you that confidence? Well, I've been doing this for the last 28 years, and I've rebuilt several programs, both as a head coach and as a and as an assistant. And I feel that you know I have the the blueprints, and uh, you know it starts with me. And I know that uh, you know my mentality is to go in and outwork um, and differentiate what I do each and every single day than my opponents. You know, and uh, and, and so um, that's going to trickle down into my staff, obviously, and and into the players. We have to do things differently, and we will. And, um, you know, with that type of mentality um, and that work ethic, 
we'll start to separate ourselves and we'll continue and we'll start to improve this program. Yeah, coach, you, you mentioned that quite a bit as well yesterday, just about being different and, you know, having a work ethic and, and all those, you know, attributes that, that show up on the court in different ways. But if I had to ask you to describe how your program will play when fans come to the Peterson event center to watch your team, your girls play, what will they walk away saying? Well, they're gonna first of all, they're gonna walk away and they're gonna say, "Wow, they play the right way." And what's the right way? You know, we're gonna control all the controllables. We we are going to work really hard, you know, because that's something you know that we can't control. Now, whether the ball goes in the basket at times, you know, that's gonna that's all part of the game. But we're not gonna be outworked. We're gonna outwork our opponent, um, you know, and and they're gonna be proud of how you know we play. You know, and, and you use two words that right off the bat, and I appreciate that, but uh, my motto is we're going to play fast. You know, we're going to be furious, and we're going to have a lot of fun out there. And uh, we're going to be disciplined. We're going to be structured. You know, the right player is going to be shooting the right shot. Uh, we're going to have a balanced scoring attack, but we're going to look to, you know, attack and, and uh, control our opponent on both sides of the ball. You know, so we want to, we, we want to push the, the, the tempo of the game, but at the same point in time, defensively, you know, we're, we're not going to allow our opponents to come in and, you know, just uh, feel comfortable and, and execute offensively and do whatever they want to do. We're going to be disruptive. Talking to Coach Tori Verdi, new head women's basketball coach at the University of Pittsburgh. Appreciate you making time this morning, Coach. I know it's been a, a busy couple days, and, and you're, you're to and from uh, Massachusetts and Pennsylvania, but there's a lot of work to do. Uh, you mentioned that as well in your remarks. Um What's the current landscape of your roster at Pitt, and what's the what's the balance between recruiting for the future uh, and recruiting for now uh, with a team that that I believe only has seven players currently committed for this upcoming season? Well, you're absolutely right, and and we do have a lot of work to do, and you know uh, I've already hit the hit, hit the ground running, um, no question about that. So even though you know I was being introduced yesterday. You know, the wheels were, you know, were in motion. And so, um, you know, we do have uh, four returners and uh, we'll have three uh, freshmen. And, um, you know, we will work this uh, the transfer portal and, and get the right pieces in so that we can compete next year. Um, and like I said, you know, I, I think if anyone's impatient, you know, it's probably me when it comes to winning. And, uh, you know, I put a ton of pressure on myself to making sure that that happens. Um, so we're, we're going to do everything that we can. Um, we're going to, you know, move every, you know, rock, and we're going to look at, on our, at every bush. We're going to do everything that we can possible to bring in, you know, the best players that we can possibly, you know, get. And there are some really good players out there. And so, uh, but we need some balance. We have to bolster the, you know, the front court, uh, you know, and, and you look at uh, their roster and uh, from a year ago, just, you know, you, you can't have post players at six foot, you know, and uh, we, we got to, you know, so so we got to increase our size there uh, because we want to take advantage of our post play. And you look at, you know, um, you know, those percentages, you know, we need we need to get high percentage shots. And, you know, obviously, you know, anywhere's from, you know, uh, from right around the basket and in, in, in about uh, seven feet out, you know, your percentages are, you know, much higher, you know, but uh, we need to have a balanced scoring tech. It starts with having a, you know, a dominant post player, someone who we can ISO on the block, get the ball to and let them go to work. And, and then you need a dynamic point guard, somebody who can control the game, somebody who can create for themselves and, 
and for their team and, and an unbelievable floor general. And, and then we got to sprinkle in the other pieces. You know, we, we need forwards who have a ton of versatility that can pick and pop, who can rip and drive, you know, face up and shoot. And then you need some other ball guards who can attack downhill um, and get to the basket and, and shoot the three as well because we're going to want to space out some teams. So we can't be one-dimensional, you know, but mm-hmm. what we can be is structured. Um, our players will know their roles. They'll know exactly, you know, what they're supposed to be do. you know, what, what they're supposed to be doing on the court and when they're supposed to be doing it. And uh, we will play hard, like I said. We will play together and we will have fun. Coach Verdi, you know, we, we all saw, the country saw, you know, the power of the women's game with the, with the Final Four and the national championship this game and this year. Uh, you know, just the viewership, the attendance, um, the players on the floor, obviously. I think it proved, you know, that w- what a spectacle it can be. Um, how important is it to get the community, uh, the greater Pittsburgh area, the state, the students, the campus student body involved in this program? How much of a priority is that for you day one? It's, it's, it's a huge priority. I mean, the biggest priority right now is, is the seven players who are coming in and the recruits that we need to bring in, you know, to, to uh, create a roster where we can compete, you know, and win in the ACC. That, that's the priority, you know. And, and then the second priority is uh, I got to do an unbelievable job of connecting, you know, first with the students on campus. Um, you know, and, and I'm going to do everything possible to get out there. I'm going to be seen. I'm going to be heard. Um, I'm going to, you know, uh, develop a rapport and relationship. They're going to know how important they are to us. Um, and then from, you know, obviously the campus environment, I'm going to get out into our community. You know, I got to work from in, you know, and then work my way out. You know, but it, it, it is extremely important to have everyone on board. I cannot do this by myself. You know, yesterday I said we need to be all in, and that's everyone, you know, from, you know, the administration, you know, and, and, and to the players um, and support staff and our students and, you know, the community and, and the people of Pennsylvania. We need everyone, you know, and, and we need to create an environment, you know, um, in the peak. Uh, that is second to none. And, um, you know, put a product on the floor where people, you know, get excited about and they want to come see and they want to, you know, um, cheer for. Um, But we have to create an unbelievable, uh, you know, home court advantage. And and I know that can happen. I see it right now. I I can see it. You know, I did it at UMass, a place where when I, you know, took over seven years ago, you know, our average attendance maybe, you know, on a good night, maybe 200, 250 people. You know, to where when we just finished up, you know, we were at 4,000. To see that, you know, happen and, and see the community get excited about, you know, who we were and what we were doing, there is no doubt in my mind we could, we could do the same thing there um, and take it a step further. Well, Coach, we are wishing you all the luck in the world. Congratulations again on, on this tremendous opportunity. Best of luck and, and, and get to work. Hail to Pitt. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. There he goes, Tori Verdi. Energy, man. Confidence. That's what you sense from from Coach Verdi and a proven track record. So it'll be very exciting to see the direction, the trajectory of, of Pitt women's basketball. We've seen it done in spurts in the past. We've seen you know Sweet 16s back in the day with Coach Baronado and Shavante Zealous, Siobhan Zealous, and all those players. I, I remember being in school with them. It was uh, it was fun to watch.
try to recreate that. We see what the men's team, you know, getting that resurgence this year, what that did to the Peterson Event Center. We've seen success in volleyball. Certainly women's soccer has turned it around. Why not pit women's basketball? I think they found their guy. We'll be back. Closing out the show here with our final segment. Going to take your calls, 412-928-9370. We'll talk about everything and anything under the sun. The Masters is on. It's Easter weekend. What a time. We'll be back on 93.7 The Fan. Wrapping things up here on Panthers Insider. Here every Saturday, 8 to 9 a.m. On the home of the Pitt Panthers, 93.7 The Fan. Masters Saturday. Just got off the line with new head women's basketball coach at the University of Pittsburgh, Tori Verdi. Josh Roundtree taking things over here at the top of the hour with Bucko Talk. Josh also does the play-by-play for Pitt Women's Hoops. We had a nice conversation in the break. And a lot of the same thoughts about Coach Verde and and what he'll bring to the University of Pittsburgh. I mean, this is a UMass team when he took over that was the laughing stock of the A-10. Eastern Michigan, the same in the MAC. Turned both programs in a couple years into postseason caliber basketball teams. So... Is he able to do that in the ACC with the University of Pittsburgh? History would say yes. His track record is is solid with turning programs around. And you can hear it in his voice, the confidence he has in himself, in his system, and in building a program. So we'll see that take shape here at the University of Pittsburgh over time. Pirates game today. I was there yesterday. Did anyone notice the final score of the Pirates game yesterday? 13-9. I'm not going to say it's because I was there, but I'm saying it's because I was there. Want to hear from you? Let's wrap things up. I'll talk to you even though we've got a few minutes. 412-928-9370. Pitt football spring game coming up next Saturday, 1 o'clock. Start, kickoff, Akershire Stadium. Let's pull the weather up. Let's pull the weather up. The weather at Augusta looks bad today. Looks cold, looks rainy. It's a little chilly here in the Berg today. Look at the 10-day forecast, which is always dependable, right? 60, what say, 60% of the time it works every time. Saturday, April 15th, a high of 84 degrees and 8% chance of precipitation. Winds out of the southwest at 8 miles per hour. Beautiful day to get to Akershire State. Let's make this the most well-attended pit football spring game in history. How about that? I know we got over 1,000 Panther Club members coming. I'm going to make my, my co-worker Allison Rubin and Ryan McConnell upset when I say that we should probably try to double that because I'm not sure if we'd have enough infrastructure. But with 84 degrees, we might not need much to keep you warm prior to the 1 o'clock start. Get to Akershire Stadium. Support this club. Take a look at the 2023 Pitt Panthers. Talk to women's basketball today, men's basketball. Hot and heavy in recruiting period right now. The transfer portal is, is alive. I wouldn't say it's well. I wouldn't say it's a total mess, but it's close to it. It is interesting. Panthers obviously seeing you know one of their own depart. Nate Santos going to take his talents elsewhere. But otherwise, you look at this this basketball program and what it has coming back. On paper, a heck of a lot better start than what they had to work with a year ago. You got production, proven production back with Federico. Federico inside full off season. You know the Power Five weight program eating the right stuff, going to put a little bit of muscle on, become hopefully a, a better version of himself. Blake Hinson back. If you get a chance, take a look at Blake Hinson playing at Ole Miss. He was, a, he was a little bit more svelte than he is now. 
I think we'll see him get in a better shape. We know what he can do beyond the arc, but how much can he develop putting the ball on the floor? Absolutely a, a first-team all-league preseason guy. Should be in the conversation for sure. Honestly, could probably be a player of the year type type player at Pitt. The Diaz-Graham twins, they've been working hard. They've been working hard, eating a lot, lifting. And, you know, Guillermo gives them more down low. You know, in the post with, you know, spelling Federico Federico. But Jorge's, Jorge Diaz-Graham has the chance to be a an elite wing. Just watching him work out the other day and his ball handling and shooting and just a different player than I think we've ever seen at Pitt. Obviously in the backcourt, Dior Johnson, highly acclaimed recruit, still at Pitt. You know, you never know with his stuff in, in the offseason, but – you know, at the point guard position, you feel really good about his upside as, as well as Jalen Lowe, the, the incoming freshman who's winning award after award and is a top 50 guy. And then the transfer portal. What's that going to look like? You're, you're looking at anywhere between you know three and four spots at this point. You know, with the Diaz-Graham twins, Federico, Federico, Blake, and Dior back, that's five. Right? Am I doing my math correctly? Yes. That's five. Three incoming recruits, that's it. You got five spots left. So how's that look? How's that look? We'll see. I mean, do you take all five? Likely. What's the balance? You know, guys are going to want to come here and play. So what's the balance look like? I think you could use another veteran guard, ball handler. Certainly a couple shooters, a shooting guard. Likely a wing. And potentially a developmental type big guy. Folks said that Federico Federico was developmental a year ago. I wouldn't say he's, he thought the same thing at the end of the season, especially with John Hughley out. So it'll be an interesting couple weeks tracking Pitt men's basketball on the portal in addition to women's basketball. And obviously the portal opened back up for football following spring ball. So we'll track all that. We'll get into talking about some of the spring sports, certainly. Baseball plans, Sears with Notre Dame will wrap up this weekend. Should be a decent wet weather weekend for them. And obviously the spring game coming up next weekend. We will be down at Acrisure Stadium bright and early. I'll be doing the show from the studio here from 8 to 9, and then we'll be on the air. I'm not sure what time we'll get on the air. P.J. Comanchik will dictate that. We'll be on the air for the 1 o'clock kickoff time. Want to shout out sponsors? Josh Roundtree getting poised, poised and ready to go for, for Bucko Talk. PGT Trucking. Mr. Gallagher was at the press conference yesterday. Best dressed trucker in the country. I have to give him credit. He was there to greet Coach Verdi. Beaver County Automotive, Lost TV and Appliance, Mac Discount. Mac Discount, if you get a chance to go to Mac Discount. Have you ever been to their website, Josh? So I actually did a story on on them. It's it's, uh, for, it's dangerous. It, it's, it is. It's an unbelievable story, Mac Discount. Like, the way that that all came together yeah. and the initiative and how COVID sort of sparked that business because people couldn't shop in person anymore and now it's just it's just taken off for them and it's started by a, a Kellen Campbell by Kellen former yeah, pit fullback who would have thought a fullback would have that uh, intuition he's a smart fullback he, he is a very he, smart fullback he, obviously and, didn't, he didn't he didn't take a lot of hits to the, he probably did but <laughs> yeah it's genius I mean bid started a buck you can get everyday items I mean it's it's dangerous I mean I, I know people that you know it's 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 like 
a gambling type of addiction. It has, you know, it gets your, <laughs> it gets the adrenaline going. Um, you, you feel like you're going to get a, you know, a steal. I mean, it's his his story is pretty amazing. Like he, you know, he was kind of involved in yeah. e-commerce and then sort of took a giant leap and a giant risk, and it's paid off in an awesome way for him. And he keeps doing great things too. University of Pittsburgh charitable things oh, locally. Yeah. I mean. Uh, it, and now they've expanded, and they're they're massive. huge. I mean, their warehouses are huge. Yeah. I went and visited them in Washington, PA, and it, basically they're in an old like J.C. Penney. Yeah. And the the operation, how they have it organized, and you go to pick up, and everything is like they quality control check it all. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I'm not just saying that because they they you know they're a pit sponsor, they sponsor this show. I'm saying it because it's, it's really good stuff, and you know I, I think we'll be hearing about about them for a long, long time. So. Quick thoughts before we yeah. close out. Coach Verdi, we talked in the break. Uh, you seem pretty excited uh, yeah. about what's to come. A little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I just – I've talked to a number of people, and when I sort of first got wind, you know, a couple days ago that it was looking like Tory Verdi was going to be the next coach, I started reaching out to a couple people that, that knew him, that, you know, mutual acquaintances. acquaintances and um, I, the things I've heard are passionate, genuine, smart, energetic like and and I think the big thing that stands out to me the most is a true sense of of family a true sense of togetherness that he keeps with his team I mean uh it, it's not often that Heather I think tears up at press conferences no it's not and she did yesterday talking about kind of what they went through at Eastern Michigan when unfortunately a, a, a player of theirs died tragically in a car accident and just the way that he was able to keep that group together um, that stood out to me more than anything in that press conference yesterday, that when times were at their toughest, he was the guy that held everything together. And that's what you have to have in a head coach. And, you know, portal this, all that's all going to come yep. into play. But you have to have that solid foundation, I think, first. Um, and, and it starts with a place of, of being genuine and family-oriented. I mean, the guy got off the plane, and it was like – I, yeah. I couldn't believe how many family members were coming off the plane. He brought everybody in his family. He brought an entourage, right? Man. And he's got a big Italian family, and they all showed up. I think for for the press conference yesterday, and I love that. I mean, I I love that, and I think especially in women's basketball too, you need to cultivate a family environment yep. because it's not as it's getting there, but it's not as much, it's not as commercialized right. as as the men's. You have to have that, I think, still and. Uh, and I think he's just the right fit for for this program at this time. And the track record's proven. I mean, Eastern Michigan, you know, eight games they won his first year. Then it was 18, 24, back-to-back yeah. -back 21 seasons. It goes to UMass. Took a couple of years to get going. And then all of a sudden they win 89 games in, in four years. And, and boom, they're, they're off and running. And they're, you know, A-10 regular season, A-10 tournament champs. I mean, the guy is set on – on winning and I know he met with players you know yep. Pitt's players that are on the roster yesterday and the first thing he said was we're here like I'm here to win the winning it's not going to start this year two years from now we're here to win now and if you love that let's go get on board if not we're going to find players that love to win and that's I think that's a perfect mentality to have like this this is what it's about it's about winning basketball games and He's here to win basketball games. There's no doubt. Yeah, I get a sense. I get not just because he's Italian, but you get a feel a little bit Narduzzi feel with him because <laughs> yeah. not only you have the family atmosphere, the hugs, the but he's not afraid to speak his mind. Yeah, and say what he thinks. And you know I, what? I love that in this market. You know, taking over a women's <laughs> basketball program that's been in the basement of the ACC. Um, you know, EJ Borghetti said it yesterday. You, you got to cut through. You got to be bold. Uh, you got to back it up. Certainly, yeah. and I think he will. I think. I think the fit is great, and I'm anxious to see 
what he does, anxious to listen to Bucko talk. The Buckos off to a nice start. Yeah, I mean, just lighten up the scoreboard in the opener at uh, PNC Park. I said, hey, that, did you like that final score? Pat? I did. did I, you, I did. You I enjoy said, the final score. I Pat. enjoyed the I, final score. I, I started to get a feeling it was going to end there. You know, send a word down to let a couple. You know, let a couple. You know, solo shot in the body at the top of the ninth just to to get things going. But um, no, it was a heck of an atmosphere. I mean, the blackout. They they listened to AJ Burnett and they listened to Russell Martin. <laughs> and uh, it's it amazing was, those guys speak, and all of a sudden everyone's like, "Okay, well, Kutch said he wants a blackout, so everybody." Kutch, Kutch was great. Thirty-five thousand I mean, people show up wearing black. Yeah, well, let's keep it going. Long may it continue. We'll be back next week, eight to nine a.m. Pitt spring game next Saturday, one o'clock, Acrisure Stadium. Be there. It's been real. We'll talk to you next week. Hail to Pitt.